Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and it is the day I'm dropping this. will be Halloween 2016, and I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from the Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just a line drive from Sunken Diamond, the baseball home of the Stanford Cardinal. Okay, um, once again, your pal Sully, for the second straight year, is watching what could potentially be the final game of the baseball season all by myself. I'm alone. Your pal Sully has lots of friends, and all of you who listen to my podcast regularly, you're my podcasting friends. So you would think that I'd be able to cozy up with someone and say, hey, let's watch the World Series in this great event together. And instead, I'm here talking to you, alone, in my kitchen. Um, it's pouring rain in Palo Alto, and I am now watching Game 5 of the 2016 World Series. Now, you listening, you all know if we have baseball or not. If we have baseball or not on Tuesday. I don't know. The Cubs have a 3-2 to lead on the Cleveland Indians. They do. And right now, it looks like the Cubs are going to be taking out John Lester, even though he's been fantastic. He's been vintage John Lester. You know, the guy who won the Division Series MVP that I award and was the co-winner of the League Championship uh, MVP and is putting up a hell of an argument for owning October altogether and certainly being the pickup that puts the Cubs over the top. Either way, I wouldn't take him out. He's let up two runs, but I'm... No! He is your ace, he is your stud, and I'm not someone who is like, ah, you gotta go nine innings. I don't care. But you gotta go deeper than six on this point, especially when he's, uh, he still looks pretty good. And I'm recording this at this point because this is a first guess. I am, now if I'm wrong, and the Cubs bring out their bullpen, and they shut down the Indians for the next three innings, then boom, I will eat crow. I will eat crow. Now, if you've been following this podcast, I know I, I, know I have. Uh, the last few days I've posted Evergreen Podcast for reasons I'll get into later. But the fact of the matter is, I said something, and I posted it on Twitter, and you could follow me on Twitter at Sully Baseball, that I didn't think the Indians should have started Corey Kluber in Game 4 because he's, he is a much better pitcher on full rest. And I thought they, are getting, they would be better off with a 2-1 lead throwing Kluber in game five. Well, guess what? I was wrong. Your pal Sully was wrong. They were right to throw Kluber. Kluber was fantastic and pitched the six innings, which is exactly what they needed. The game turned into a blowout, and the Indians took the 3-1 lead. I'll admit when I'm wrong. And right now, they have Carl Edwards up throwing and in a one-run game, in a role as Chapman, who we all know is... The pitcher who is basically putting a Cleveland Indians cap on your pal Sully's head. I have the Tomahawk Sea Indians hat from the 70s, not the Chief Wahoo, which I'm not a big fan of either. But right now, Napoli hit one. Look at he's He leads off the inning with a single. 
the Indians have a rally going. I do not believe that this would happen with Lester on the mound. So what I'm doing is a first guess. I'm putting it on here. And I'm going to watch the rest of this game, but I wanted it to be recorded that I did not believe Lester should be there. Now, I'm in a strange position right now. I have been open. I am rooting for Cleveland. I think Cleveland is a feel-good story. I think the Cleveland Indians winning are a feel-good story. I think the Indians are a scrappier team and a tougher team and a, 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 and a I think, an easier-to-root-for team in many ways. Just like you could have made an intellectual uh, case that the Marlins were the best story of 2003, not the Yankees, not the Cubs, not the Red Sox. I, can, I understand why so many people are rooting for the Cubs. I will say this, though. If you're a Fox executive, this is what you should be rooting for. You should be rooting for a Game 7. You should be rooting for a Game 7 where the Cubs lose stupidly and then go into 2017 with the buildup of they got to win it this year, fresh off of the frustration of last year. Kind of like what happened when Aaron Boone and, Lee, and Grady Little leaving in Pedro Martinez in, tw in 2003, and the next year, and just the, the intensity leading up to 2004 with the Red Sox, I think you could absolutely build. That's what Fox should be drooling for right now. Now, I'm rooting for the Indians. And I think watching the Indians win this would be great, although I don't want to see baseball end. And also seeing the Indians win in Cleveland with a huge stadium filled with screaming Indian fans as opposed to a silent Wrigley Field and cut to someone's grandmother crying saying, I'm going to die alone and afraid. You know, I can get why that may not be optimum TV watching. I want the Indians to win. I'd like baseball to continue. So I guess, in some ways, I can't lose tonight. Meanwhile, Joe Madden is wearing a snow cap and basically looks like Mike Nesmith of the Monkees. How about that for a contemporary reference? All right, I'm going to turn off the podcast for a little bit. I'll come back a little bit later on. But I've given my first guess. I've given my thoughts. And it's a World Series game in this century. So naturally, I'm listening to Joe Buck. All right, it's the ninth inning. The Indians didn't score that inning. And they brought in Chapman to pitch. This is his, he's going, they're hoping he can pitch, what, two and a third innings. Uh, we all know what I think of Chapman. Uh, and I think it would be a beautiful thing if he blew this save. I mean, he has come dangerously close to blowing it in the seventh and blowing it in the uh, eighth. And he's facing Mike Napoli, who just grounded out to Addison Russell. I have a feeling, even though Chapman has thrown... 34 pitches at this point that the Cubs are going to win this game. So, you know, we are, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I'm wrong. And I'm hoping I'm wrong just because I don't like Chapman. Now, if the, if the Indians score here and this goes like 15 innings and the Cubs happen to win on like a walk-off homer, um, you know, I'd be fine with that to a degree because it would be a great thing for the Cubs and would and, and Chapman would be, you know, not the hero. But I just, I don't like this shit. That's ah, a pop-up. Damn it. 
All right. Well, the Cubs are a good team. The Cubs are a very good team. And Jose Ramirez, who's having a fine postseason, uh, homered earlier, and it looked like the Cubs were going to be in deep trouble. Well, Cubs won. And so now we have ourselves game six in Cleveland. And this has been, so far, a pretty good World Series. It's been a pretty good World Series. There's obviously been the drama of it being in Wrigley Field. And you have two, you know, franchises with a tremendous drought. So that's, you know, that's there for the historic reason. Um, we have a, we've had two very good games. The one nothing game was a very good game. And this was a very good game. This was a very exciting game. Uh, the, the first two games were, the first game was okay until the Indians blew him out at the end. Second game wasn't that great, and last night's the the game four where the Indians just you know, clobbered them seven to was it seven to two, um, you know that was that was it wasn't that great. It wasn't there wasn't exactly a, a, a nail biter. So uh, the one thing that, that's nice here is that you do have Cub fans, although they're cheering for Rollis Chapman. I'm not not crazy about that. You do get to have a victory in Wrigley. Would it have killed baseball to have one day game in Wrigley this postseason? I don't know. But at least for these Cub fans who have had a super magical season, uh, they get to have a World Series game here. And they don't have to have the shot if the Indians win the World Series of cutting to grandmothers crying and, and everything like that. All right, we, we've seen enough of that. There's been enough of that. And this is a you know, raucous celebration saying goodbye to the Cubs as they fly to Cleveland. Now, think about what I said before about Cleveland and clinching. How they, even like their division series clinchings, even their World Series clinchings in, in, in the past have, have very rarely been at home. And, of course, the Cleveland Cavaliers clinched the NBA title on the road in Oakland at the uh, Oakland Coliseum. So when you stop and think about what could potentially be happening in Cleveland, if the Indians manage to win one of these two games at home, of which Corey Kluber will be pitching Game 7, of which Andrew Miller will have two days rest, and hell, he could go four, then it will be a celebration in Cleveland like you will have never seen. And if it goes the Cubs' way, well, clearly there will be a lot of Cub fans traveling. I, get, I thought the Cubs were going to win this World Series. I picked them in six. If they're going to win the World Series, they're going to win it in seven games. That's just math. I wasn't great in math, but I figured that one out. Now, this series is far from over. You have Tomlin, who's had a really terrific postseason. And, and a postseason, I think, has been flying under the radar. And Jake Arrieta, who has 
had some ups and has had some downs as a pitcher in this postseason. I turned it off. I'm done with it. As a pitcher. But that should be one really interesting matchup. Look it. I am not a huge fan of November baseball. I've made that clear. I think that the postseason should be played primarily in September. I've made that clear. But I am all for this World Series going back to Cleveland. We get more baseball. We get more baseball on Tuesday night, maybe Wednesday. And the thing about this series so far is we don't quite... There's the real possibility that the moment that will define this World Series hasn't happened yet. As it stands now, if there is a moment, if there is an image of this World Series that will last, I personally believe it's Kluber on the mound or Andrew Miller on the mound. One of those two dominate. That would be the image that you would have. When you think about some World Series, even some classic World Series, the image that comes about are in, sometimes in the final games. The image of whether it was Nelson Cruz not timing his leap properly, you know, the game six Red Sox-Mets, the Carlton Fisk home run, the Joe Carter home run. The amazing thing about this series so far is we could still have that all-time classic moment. We just don't know it yet. Now, if the Cleveland Indians come out and win five nothing in game six, then probably the image that we will have will be Kluber pitching very, very well. And the celebration we're seeing now in Wrigley that the folks in Chicago finally did get to see a World Series, albeit one that was short. But buckle up, folks. Game sixes, a lot of game sixes are memorable. A lot of game sixes are truly, truly, well, let's just, for the lack of a better word, let's call them interesting. You have two franchises. One wants to have the greatest celebration the city of Cleveland has had in generations. Yes, LeBron and company won. But to win at home, to have that celebration at home, to have that moment, that screaming, you know, all the stuff I remember Red Sox fans saying in 2004 about, well, wouldn't you rather see them maybe lose a couple and win it at Fenway? Shut up, I'll beat you with this stick. Well, now that's off the table for Cleveland. There is only one way to win, and that's in front of the hometown fans. And pull up your sleeves, Cubs fans, because if you can win game six, then game seven will be through the roof ratings-wise. Something's got to give. Now, personally, I would like to see the Indians win. And I think Fox should, too, for the reason that I said earlier in this podcast. I also would like to see maybe the Cubs say goodbye to Aroldis Chapman, and that way I could join in the feel-good celebration of a Cubs title. And a natural progression of trip to the LCS, trip to the World Series, and a World Championship. And that way you keep the attendance, the attention of can we build this up, can we build this up, just for one more year. You know, the funny thing is, I remember something I wrote for 
hardball times a few years ago. This was when the the teams, the, the Cubs, the Mets, and the Dodgers were all facing tough times. And I wrote a piece saying, imagine what the National League would be like with a dominant Cub, a dominant Mets, and a dominant Dodger team. I think that you would look at those teams as the big market focal points of each of their division, and that would spark the rivalries of the other teams around them. And I got some people writing me hate comments and everything, saying that, oh, you're you know big market, why are you so into big market this, big market that? But the thing that I'm looking back is, I think I was right. When you're looking at the National League now, and you see what kind of league it is, and you see how the Dodgers, the Mets, the Cubs, are all teams that are now regular participants in the postseason, what that's done to the rivalries around them, what that's done to energize the Cardinals, the Pirates over the last few years, the Nationals over the last few years, the Giants over the last few years. It's made the National League the marquee league of baseball. And it's made the American League the tough, scrappy league in baseball. Now, we could very well have a smaller market Midwestern team defeating a big market National League team for two straight years. Last year, it was the Royals taking on the Mets. But I think it's created a very interesting National League and a very compelling potential end to this year's World Series. So... I guess what I'm saying is, I can live with this. I'm still rooting for Cleveland. I want them to win. I want them to win big time. But we get more baseball, and I'm not quite ready to say goodbye to my daily companion, that is baseball. But you don't have to worry about saying goodbye to your daily companion, which is Sully Baseball. Go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. This has been the holiday, the Halloween episode of the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.